0: Hi there, I'm Carlos Mezenga from Luanda, Angola. You are listening to the English Sabbath School Podcast, Information and Transformation. Hello, dear friends. I am Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School Podcast. Lesson 9. For Tuesday, I said Tuesday, November 22nd. Today's title to depart and be with Christ. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, oh, how we look forward to the day when we shall see you face to face. But until then, we keep asking for your Holy Spirit to guide us into the study of our word, to guide us, to bless us, so that we may be a blessing to others. It is in your name we thank you and praise you. Amen and amen. Just reminding you, my friends, that the lesson this week is a very tough one, at least in my point of view, because they are controversial or contrary interpretations. Uh, of the Bible and how people from the same verses, they come to other conclusions, different conclusions from the ones that we come as Seventh-day Adventists. But the idea here is asking us to open our Bibles, so let us open our Bibles. Uh, to Philippians chapter 1, verse 21 through 24. Yes, Pastor Antal. Very good. You got it right. Verse. Verse 21 through verse 24. I'm gonna be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please, feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Paul wrote the following. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to go on living, if I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet, what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Hmm. And 1 Thessalonians 4, 13, 18. The subtitle is Believers Who Have Died. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind, who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left with the will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. So the question is, when did Paul expect to be with Christ and with the Lord? Check out those verses and let me know, okay? The lesson commenced the following. Paul was driven with the passion to live in Christ now and with Christ after his second coming. See 1 Thessalonians 4:17. So let us open our Bibles there again to First Thessalonians 4:17. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so, we will be with the Lord forever. Amen and amen. Oh, joy of joys. For the apostle, not even death could break the assurance of belonging to his Savior and Lord. As he said in the epistle to the Romans, neither death nor life can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. For if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's, Romans 14, verse 8. Oh, so beautiful, isn't it? Well, the lesson continues saying, with this certainty in mind, Paul spoke to the believers of the believers who already had died as those who sleep in Jesus, First Thessalonians four fourteen. We studied about it in previous lessons. And who will be raised at Christ's second coming to receive eternal life. When Paul mentioned his desire to depart and be with Christ, did he imply that after death his soul would depart to live consciously with Christ? Not at all! In this text, Paul verbalizes his desire to leave his present troubled existence and be with Jesus, without reference to any lapse of time that may occur between the two events. This verse does not teach that Paul expects to go to heaven at death, he was very clear that he would not receive his reward until the second coming. That's from Andrew Study Bible, page 155, 105. No, sorry, page one thousand five hundred fifty-five because it's one five five five, the number of page. Note on Philippians one twenty-three. In short, Paul is saying that the next thing he would know after departing, after his death. Would be Christ coming in the clouds of heaven to raise the dead, when He would be with the Lord. It also should be noted that the Bible writers at times refer to two events together that may be separated by a long period of time. Also, the same Andrew Study Bible, the same page, one five 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 five. Okay, I'm joking this part, but but uh, again, we have this teaching about then this interpretation this comprehension about uh, when the person falls asleep in death and when Jesus returns no matter how many years centuries have passed millennia have passed the person is going to be just like oh i, I did i did i not off what happened and then it will be just like in an instant that's okay we i get it but other people in other denominations they don't understand it like this and it's not. It's open to interpretation if you just read these verses that we have been focusing on to depart and be with Christ, as the lesson mentioned. So we have to, uh, again, my friends, I said it earlier on, we have to learn to respect other people, you know. We are, when Jesus returns, everything will be made clear. But until then, if they want to believe in different things... How can I do? I'll share my belief as well, but nothing more than that, right? But why would Paul prefer to die than to live? That's the next question the lesson presents. Because then he could finally rest from all his troubles, no question, without needing any longer to suffer pain in his body. Oh, yes. 1 Corinthians 9.27 And he would do so with, with the full certainty, that he would receive the crown of righteousness at the second coming. Second Timothy 4, 6-8 Though Paul certainly didn't want to die, he knew what would follow when he did. I don't know, because the way that he wrote it, it sounds like he was, okay, I'm tired, (laughs) I wish I would die, but uh, who knows what Paul had in his mind. I think it's funny when the uh, uh, writer, like this author says... um, Though Paul certainly didn't want to die, he knew what would follow when he did. (laughs) He was tired, man. He had suffered a lot, you know, but it's okay. It's okay. We've already studied that depression is a thing that happens in the Bible as well. With the greatest heroes of the faith, they suffered depression and they had to battle it. But okay, so the the final question is the following. Particularly in hard times. Who hasn't thought about how nice it would be to close your eyes in death, and the next thing you know, be with Christ? How does this thought help us understand what Paul was saying in Philippians? Yes, it's interesting, but this reminds me of sad moments in my childhood because my uh, my mother had to fight uh, against depression, uh, and um, and. Uh, without clear diagnosis and a complicated history there but uh she would many times when i was five six seven years old i still remember today i see myself actually in that age uh and she would be saying oh i wish i would be, uh, die now i want to die i want to die she would say that a lot and she went through very um difficult, dark places in our mind, unfortunately. So we can understand it, that people at some point in life, for different reasons, they wish death. But we know, according to what we've been studying this whole quarter, that death is just like a very deep sleep, total unconsciousness. You stop existing, you cease from existing, and you will return to life again, only if God gives you life back again, because you don't have life In you, in yourself, right? Shall we pray? Oh, Father, sometimes we get a little bit discouraged when we come across passages that are difficult to understand and things like that in the Bible. But we will never stop studying your word and depending on you because we can rest in the assurance of your promises and your faithfulness. It is in Jesus' name we thank you and praise you. Amen and amen. Well, this is Lesson 9 for Tuesday, November 20. What did you say, Zildo? 22? Yes, you can say that. In English, we tend to use the ordinal number. We say 22nd. But if you want to say 22, that's fine with me as well. For more information, if you want to talk to me, just get in touch with us on Facebook and also on Instagram, Believes UNESP. Tell our friends about our podcast. It is available on any podcast platform. Pretty, please rate us with five stars so that more people may discover about us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us.